This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. Welcome everyone to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I'm Mariah Muhammad, writer and moderator with Becker's Healthcare. And I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me today, Jack Shoemaker, business operations delivery lead at Medical Home Network. Jack, it's very nice to have you on the podcast today. How are you? I am well, thank you. I am uh, delighted to be here. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, of course. So glad to talk to you today. Um, And to get us started, would you mind please introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? Certainly. Uh, so uh, my name is Jack Shoemaker. I am about in the, uh, I guess, about the fourth decade of my career at this point, or starting the fourth decade. Uh, most of it has been in the payer space, uh, either as a consultant or a contractor or or an employee of a payer. Uh, there have been, I think, two notable uh, absences. Uh, one was my sabbatical, as I referred to it. I did a stint at Gartner Group for about five years, which was, of course, uh, straight off IT consulting. And then I also had another stint at a uh, software development company uh, whose customers were payers, so uh, still in the payer space, but uh, a much different perspective on on many of the same business problems, but uh, from the perspective of a software, uh, you know, a software house rather than the uh, the payer that would be the customer of the software house. And today, and now I uh, work at uh, Medical Home Network, which um, deserves some explanation. We sit in between uh, payers and providers, actually. Uh, Usually what happens is a group of providers, they are often uh, associated with uh, clinics, uh, uh, federally qualified health centers. And uh, they will will engage in... um, some sort of uh, contractual arrangement with a payer that goes under a variety of names. There, uh, some I think we like to call them value-based care, is the latest term of phrase. Uh, these are risk arrangements. That's uh, another term of phrase. Uh, what it comes down to is you agree to uh, uh, split some uh, pre-calculated savings if you meet some uh, meet some performance targets. So what Medical Home Network does is help operate a care management platform that we feel um, provides that provides that service for the providers so that they can um, successfully execute on the, whatever deal they have made, value-based deal they've made with the payers. So I, I know that's a lot, uh, but <laughs> at the end of the day, still deal with ta- payers uh, quite a lot, um, but we're in this... Uh, it is sometimes hard to explain because we are in a um, we, we are not a pair, but we are, uh, as I said, in this in, be, in between space. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for giving us that background. Uh, and answer. yeah, uh, no, definitely needed. <laughs> so I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Um, and so with all you're doing in this organization, what are your top priorities for the rest of the year? Sure. And on this one, I think this will resonate uh, with people that have more straight, uh, you know, payer operations uh, responsibilities. But at this time of year, 
what we are doing is we are preparing for January 1st when, uh, in our case, uh, a couple of new populations will will hit us that we will we will need to have our our uh, MHN operation up and running in these other um, geographies, frankly. Uh, but this is, I mean, this is, uh, I think, no different from a health plan where there will be different benefit packages that will uh, come online in January. And, um, you know, sometimes that's a minor change. Uh, sometimes it's a more drastic change, but a change is a change. And and often there are, you know, th there are certainly a lot of programs that, you know, fire up on the first of the year. So that would be the, there's usually a bolus of members that arrive one way or the other. But what we are doing is we are preparing for uh, our expansion into a couple of uh, other geographic markets at this at this time. We are getting our operations up and running. Thank you so much for giving us that background. So the next thing that I wanted to ask you, Jack, is what programs and initiatives have been the most needle moving for you in the last year? Well, <laughs> All right. So I, I mean, I, I hate to sound like a broken record and say the obvious one, but um, what it, it, it's been um, AI and both both generative AI, as well as I, I guess what we're now we're going to call more classical, just machine learning AI. Uh, these for us, uh, we see these as the way forward to make our business smarter meaning that we can we can promote the the MHN magic as I call it and I'm I'm a non clinical person uh, there's a, there's a lot of unbelievably um great uh, work done by the clinical teams involved here I'm on the I'm on the operations end uh but anyway uh you know there's there's a just a tremendous amount of stuff we can do uh it does sometimes get bogged down if it uh, uh, scalability wise uh, if you know if everything becomes a bespoke uh, process or item, you know that someone has to mull over. So um, AI is the is is a promised way to to help out with that a lot by training. Uh, particularly, we're very excited about what I would call small language model AI, which is um, you know not so much the Chat GPT, which you know, kind of reads the internet and it, it does have a lot of useful stuff, but this is more uh, the small model stuff. We train it on data that we know about. So we try to make it smart about our business processes. And uh, we see that as a way to, to, do, to enhance our product and, and frankly be, uh, you know, to do, to do more of the great work with, uh, you know, the, the resources that we have, the clinical resources that we have. Yeah, yeah, that completely makes sense. And AI has definitely been taking, you know, healthcare by storm. So I completely understand your thoughts there. Um, but Jack, the last thing I wanted to ask you before I let you go today is, how are you thinking about growth and member experience? Right. So in our so in our case, growth for us it means uh, it means either participating in a a new uh, funding program. I would say that we are. I think this is maybe a hundred percent the, you know, the funds come from, uh, you know, either title 19 Medicaid or one of the pilot uh, programs uh, from CMS, if it's the Medicare population. 
So I don't think that 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 doesn't seem like it's going to change in the near future. So for us, that means either finding a match between a interesting program at CMS and what we like to do slash what we think is the right thing to do, or uh, take one of our existing uh, programs. For example, we we are we participate in the uh, ACO Reach, and Reach is an acronym that I should know what it stands for, but I don't offhand. But you know, we are you know we're expanding that to a larger geographical footprint. So we we expanded both ways. Now the member experience, we don't directly touch the members so much. Uh, it's the providers at the at the clinics and health centers that are touching the members. And I mean, we would like to, I mean, a big part of our clinical strategy is to, you know, I, I don't know how to put it, but embrace non-medical things uh, that that actually have a positive um, effect on overall outcomes, both financial and, and quality wise. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. So thank you so much for those final thoughts, Jack. This has been an amazing and informative discussion, truly. Okay. So again, okay. I want to thank you so much for coming on Becker's Healthcare, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.